KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. So, what will the next several weeks hold for the world of retail? Of course, the holiday shopping season is a huge piece of any store's financial puzzle. But obviously, we are still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and in many, many places, the virus is spiking. So, what should shoppers, what should store owners expect this holiday season? Will Black Friday still be a thing? Will trends we see this year be here to stay? To talk about all this, we caught up with Sherry Lambert. She is an assistant professor of marketing and supply chain management. Management at Temple University's Fox School of Business. Really interesting conversation. Check it out. So before we zero in on holiday shopping, how concerned or what are your thoughts about the state of the retail scene now, given that we're, you know, seven, eight months into the world being different, and now we're starting to see lockdowns again. I think the big box stores, they'll be all right, but I imagine many smaller stores are really just barely hanging on right now. Yeah, I think I think the smaller stores are going to, they, they got to take a pause, right? They had this breather. They're like, oh, thank God, we survived it. We made it through. And now they're hearing talks of lockdowns, shutdowns again, maybe another quarantine. I think it's just going to really push them to be a little bit more innovative they're going to they're learning from the big guys, right? So they are going to start doing things a little bit differently that they haven't even implemented so far. Things like having personal shoppers. Right? The small mom and pops, there's two or three of them. They can definitely look at instead of hiring that employee, that extra one or two employees for the holiday rush even, right now we're seeing people that are buying on the phone, buying by FaceTime. And having the store owner run it out to the car. So they're doing a lot of curbside stuff. We're also going to see, and they they really have to adapt if they're going to survive. We're also seeing them do things like um, florists. Florists are mom and pops, small businesses. And for years, for 30, 40 years, they've been doing home delivery. We're going to start seeing some of that come back to life. The holiday season is always critical for everybody. If you're selling anything anywhere on the retail Mm -hmm. spectrum, it's a huge six weeks or whatever. But this year, given the losses most people faced and given the dire situation, is it kind of critical by a factor of 10 this year? It truly is. I mean, look, the holiday season accounts for the majority of retail sales. They're annual sales for retailers. So it is critical. They need to get people in the store. Now, not physically in the store, but they need them to buy, right? They need consumers to shop. It's really going to be that change right now. They can't rely on, you know, the sales to happen from Thanksgiving to Christmas Eve, right? It's happening now. It started in November. So they, what we've seen is retailers have really spread out their holiday shopping deals and sales, anything to bring them in. And again, as they say, bring them in isn't physically bringing them into the store, but bringing them into their retail shop, whether it's online or brick and mortar. So when we talk about the holiday season, obviously we talk about Black Friday and then you have Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Are those going to be as big a players as we're used to? Now, I know even before 
some of the shine was off Black Friday. People didn't like some people didn't like the stores being open and people being forced to go to work on Thanksgiving to get ready and stuff like that. Let's zero in on Black Friday. What do you what do you expect? Will that just be another big day in a string of big days, or do you think it'll still have the effect we're used to? It's it's happening now. Black Friday is not just Friday after Thanksgiving. It's happening now. It started like we see we've seen um, Walmart. I think November seventh was their first day that they announced their Black Friday deals. So the entire month of November for companies like Walmart, they have really implemented a series, right, of of sales and great deals and discounts. So on on a Tuesday, they put some they put stuff online or in the store on sale and then following that Thursday, they promote things online. I think the biggest thing that we're going to see Matt is that it's no longer just that one day, right? And we're definitely not going to see that mad rush right? Where you get up at 4.30 in the morning, you know, you have your coffee, you get energized and you're at the first store by 5 a.m., right? That's not going to happen. I think we're going to have some stores that are open and they're going to encourage it. And we're seeing the big mass retailers are doing the same thing, but there's some protocols that are in place, right? We still have to watch out the crowding, the overcrowding. You, you still got to be masked up. You still got to have the sanitizer. I think you're going to see more of what we saw at the start of quarantine or during quarantine when we are just shopping in grocery stores with the one-way arrows up and down the aisles. We're going to start seeing that in some of these stores that are going to be open on Black Friday. They're really going to have us be able to, when you walk in, well, you have to go to the right first or you have to go to appliances first. You're going to assign different areas, whether you want to go there and shop in that department or not, right? So just to really try to control the crowds so to speak. So Cyber Monday is interesting because looking at it through that same prism where it, obviously every day is a cyber shopping day given our <laughs> current situation. But do you think will retailers try to funnel people towards that or is has online shopping become such a big thing now that it was already trending in that direction but given everything that we're not going to see the emphasis on a Cyber Monday? I don't think we're going to see it as much on Cyber Monday because I think the retailers are concerned about having some issues, technical issues, right? Um, And we've already seen it. You know, we saw it before on Cyber Monday where you get um, something in your cart and you're ready to go and you hit that complete purchase and then it says no longer available. That's going to be a huge magnitude, right? It's going to multiply if we all wait for it. So I think what we're seeing more and more from a consumer behavior Um, aspect, we see these consumers shopping earlier. They know that there was problems before. Now, what is it going to look like, right? So people are shopping. They're looking, they're, they're educated consumers out there. They're looking at what's going on, what things are being posted, you know, what discounts, what sales, what's the promotion that's happening, and when should I go do it? I don't think you're going to have people waiting for Cyber Monday. I think they realize that then they also think about the back end of it right? The back end of it being the supply chain and how soon can delivery and is there going to be glitches on the delivery side of things? They know. So they've got to plan ahead of time. You mentioned the supply chain and that's something we talk a lot about retail. What's your level of concern of, of what we were going, we are going to see as far as people ordering and 
getting it delivered and availability and what would be advice to make sure you get everything should people try to get their shopping if they're doing it all online by the 10th 11th 12th of december and give yourself a couple of weeks to make sure everything comes in yeah you definitely have to plan right um that impulse buying that last minute run i always joke about it that last minute run on christmas eve or christmas week and paying a premium for something to come it's not going to be there right because there's no guarantee even if you're paying the premium there's no guarantee it'll come people have to get it done i would say at the very latest you're looking at december 10th 15th maybe right give yourself 10 days but you want that good two weeks to be able to get your products um, and the, the special gift that you're looking for for that family member. You want that to be able to be delivered in time, especially if there's any glitches because there's so many people. If you've had that opportunity for a glitch before and now we're looking at the magnitude of, of people that are shopping online, I think I had read from the National Retail um, Federation or Foundation that they anticipate 60% of consumers are going to be shopping online this year for their holiday Compared to years past, it was 10 to 15%. That's a big difference, right? And that's a big strain or stress on those delivery systems. I don't know if there's a, and maybe there is data to quantify this, but how much are stores going to lose, especially this time of year, from people just kind of mindlessly wandering and, oh, my sister might like this, (laughs) or, you know, this is cute. The, the eight-year-old would like this, but it's not on a list. It's just something they saw. Now, obviously, you can see stuff on a website, but I don't think it's quite the same when it's put into a, an experience where you're in a store really with the goal of spending money, you've got it available, and you see something you like. It, it Will there be leakage there that the stores will feel the pinch of not having that? I think you're definitely going to have that, right? It's consumer behavior is that we have this list, right? We make the list. We make our shopping list. We do that when we go to the grocery store. You know, this is what we need, milk, you know, bread. We have a list when we go shopping for holidays, right? Um, Need to get this for my brother-in-law. Need to get this for my father-in-law. My sister needs this. And then when you're shopping, you go off the list, because it is an experiential, right? And retailers, they thrive for us to be able to do that. We're not going to have that wandering anymore, right? Yeah, you still have some impulse buy where you have the pop-ups on social media and it gets you to maybe you get you go down that rabbit hole and you start buying some things that you don't want. But more than not, you start seeing your, your when you're online, you start seeing your shopping cart, right? And you keep seeing that cost go up. So it makes you pause more so versus if you're shopping and you've got that experience at a brick and mortar, you're at the mall, you're at a big mass retailer and you're touching, feeling things and you're like, oh, this will be great. They'll love it. And you kind of segue, right? You end up spending more, I think, if you're out and about. Um, so they've retailers really have to you know, look for ways to get the consumer when they are there, when they are there shopping to expand that somewhat, you know, and so retailers are looking at personal shoppers to help consumers with their shopping needs. They're looking at things um, that are innovative to get them to go around the store and see other things, not be, 
you know, sequestered to one area. So QR codes and scavenger hunts and so forth so that you go around the store and perhaps see other things that you would not have seen if you were, you know, decisive and you were planning like you go in and get out um, strategy. You want to you want them to linger because that's where they do well. Right. Um, retailers do very well when consumers go into the store. They linger. The longer they stay, the more that they they spend. Um, so they're going to try to do things to try to encourage consumers safely stay as long as possible into their store. We've talked a lot about shoppers and the focus of this conversation is people that will be in a financial place similar to what they mm-hmm. are used to. There are going to be a lot of people that the, the, you know, the floors falling out beneath them between unemployment or hours being cut or having been sick or whatever. Do you think that what's the concern you think with retailers that the pond's not as deep as they're used to this time of year, that, that there are just a lot of people that aren't in a position to spend, you know, maybe they've spent a thousand dollars a year the last few years. Maybe they're spending a hundred, maybe they're spending 50 and, yeah, I would imagine it doesn't take much, given so much other strain, that that could really make a difference. It's a huge difference. I mean, I think we're definitely seeing that the pockets aren't as deep, right? And so I think we're going to see a lot, a lot of change in the type of gift. Does that make sense, right? Like uh, in terms of it's not going to be as frivolous in the past, and some of these gifts that we're seeing that are on people's wish lists tend to be things that are for the home, right? An Instapot, right? Um, a bread maker, believe it or not, bread, you know, the same thing that we've seen with quarantine. So we're going to see that the pockets of the consumers aren't as deep as they used to be. And that that goes without saying, just because of what's happening with the economy. But you'll see people that are shopping for things that are more... Um, useful things that are that they can not even just useful but that they are using every day will make their life and their experience in their home more enjoyable because that's what we're seeing now right we're seeing that the home is our hub and that's not going away right anytime soon so the the home is our hub for business the home is our hub for schooling you know, it's it's how we do our shopping from home. Everything's coming from home. So we're looking at things that we're going to purchase for other for people in our lives that's going to make their life easier, right? Um, so we're definitely not going to be investing the money that we had, had in the past. Even if you sit in a nice spot right now where you have the money, there's still this concern of what the future holds, right? And what's happening. And, and there is, you know, now the talk of, the vaccine coming out, so definitely there's there's this this ease of that pressure. However, um, they're looking ahead, and they they don't know what 2021 holds yet. You mentioned the vaccine. I think there's much more hope now that by this time next year, life's not going to be completely back to normal, because I don't know if we'll ever go back to where we were, but mm-hmm. we're going to be to a point where we're hopefully able to pretty much do what we want. How much of the trends that we've talked about here specific to the holiday season do you think will hold 
Mm. Or do you think there will be a snapback next holiday season because pe- people, I mean, I, for one, I enjoy wandering through stores and spending a day walking through and picking stuff up or whatever. A snapback where people want to get back to, to that. Or do you think more people will find out, you know what, it's fun to sit on the couch and have somebody bring it to me. You know, I've always been the one that said um, uh, brick and mortar is never dying. I really believe it's not going to die. I, I felt that before um, the pandemic came out. People like to wander, right? That's why some of the, the mega grocery stores do so well. People like to go up and down each aisle. They like to shop. Um, we saw it even if you think about the retail industry in Asia and China overall. I think it was 17 years ago when SARS um, with, with the SARS outbreak 17 years ago in China, retail didn't die after that. They shut it down, and then now retail's back and alive in China. And I think that's what we're going to see. People, the landscape is forever changed, right? And, and the pandemic definitely pushed that fast-forward button for us to, to, you know, look at these trends that we saw coming down the pike, and they came here a lot faster, Right. But it doesn't mean that the re- retailer is going to die. It's just that they have to rethink things. And I think consumers are going to go back. They're going to go back in the store. I think they're going to go back um, as big crowds. Will they be getting up at 4.30 next Black Friday? I don't know. Um, maybe they'll be like, oh, it'd be nice to kind of sleep in. But people do like to actually go. And it is an experience. And it is... Um, it's an event. It's an event. Whether it's Black Friday or just shopping, it's an event. It's something that we do. We like to shop. We like to experience things with other people. You can't do that if you're ordering everything online, right? So there's that's never going to go away, Matt. I think people are going to still enjoy, you know, spending a Saturday afternoon um, shopping with their friends. And I want to go back. We talked about small business in the beginning and kind of mm-hmm. – Outside the bubble of just the holiday season, you know, like we talked, this would be make or break for small businesses the next few months in a lot of cases. Once this is over, do you, what are your thoughts of where we're going to see entrepreneurism from a small business standpoint go? Do you think we're going to have people that are going to be apprehensive about it because even if they didn't own a business during the last year of what we saw that, hey, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to take that chance. Or do you think we will see a wave of people that see new opportunities, new uh, niche markets for whatever? Uh, mm-hmm. Which direction do you think we'll see once the pandemic is over? Or do you think it'll be, as often happens, somewhere in the middle? I think the traditional um, small business owner will be fading away. I think a a new breed, so to speak, the one that is very entrepreneurial in spirit and not afraid and really leaning into digital, they're going to have to lean fully into digital and, and digital, not just being social media, but really relying on it. And it's not like online ordering, but so much so that being there for people that want to call and order something online. They're going to have to make sure their websites are up to date so people can see their product and be like, oh, I like that. How do I get it? So 
I think the traditional one to your original question, that traditional mom and pop where it is the, you know, one or two owners and they, they work the shop at normal hours, that's going to, that's going to start weaning away, but they're going to have to, just like the big guys, they're going to have to be creative, right? They're going to have to look at having delivery services. They're going to have to look at having direct to consumer, the DTC side of things and having social media and putting things up on Instagram and saying, message me if you want to see this, you know, or if you want to learn more, or we will deliver it to you, or we'll take it to your curb. So I think we're going to start seeing business owners that are more creative. And if you're more creative and you have that entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to come at it a little differently. I also think if you believe as a small business owner that the big conglomerate, the big malls are shrinking, right, which we're seeing them doing anyway, some of the anchor stores and so forth, I think you're going to say, this is great for me because people don't want to go where there's massive amounts of people right? They, they want to come to me and have that personal expertise. And, the, and as an entrepreneur, you get to be that personal shopper, right? With your local um, consumers that come in, you get to know them, you get to buy for them. Um, so I think that's, it, it's an exciting time, I think, for the small mom and pops that are, you have to be courageous, right? Starting any sort of business, you have to have that thick skin. And I think that's an exciting time for them. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.